。哦。Oh my gosh! I have a cat eating this wire. This could be complicated. <laughs> the cat's eating the wire. Is this whole podcast just going to be about cats? Our new, there's, our newlier. There's computer. one looking at me now. There's one sitting on my lap at the minute. Has、oh, yours started、sweet. to eat wires? Because mine has done that in the last day. Yikes! I know. That、Great. could be bad for you and the cat. Don't tell the humane society. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god! You just made me laugh. <coughs> That's. I think we call that coughing in America. <coughs> I had coffee in my mouth.、Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh my god! I'm gonna die. <laughs> And all because of you. Oh, great! Now I have to hire someone else. <laughs> I'm irreplaceable.、Uh, update podcast. Actually, if you're dead, you will be replaceable. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> wow! Thanks for the sympathy. Yeah, do, I guess we、uh, could just prop you, you up. Funerals. That sh- you should rent yourself out to funerals. Yes, exactly. Sorry that so and so's dead, but you'll probably replace him. <laughs> the robots are coming. <laughs> An update, podcasters. Just that、uh, Kevin got got a cat. <laughs> update. Yes. From the last podcast. Yes, Jenny was disguised as、um, Monsieur Lafayette. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Did you put just some some frame glasses on? Exactly. Yes, she walked in with some. You know where the bit where people stand on someone else's shoulders in a jacket? She sort of did that. Did you get on her shoulders? Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> you think I, I? You would think you would remember that bit. I don't remember. <laughs> Tall French Canadian named Monsieur Lafayette with the sombrero on. It was kind of. I'm not. I guess they bought it. That's good. What's the name of your new、yeah. cat? Um, we've had. The ideas of Oreo, Viviana,、Whoa. and Beatrice. <laughs> Guess which one I like. Okay, can I just say the difference between Oreo and Viviana is just <laughs> super significant. Well, there is an age range in the household, <laughs> going from eight to thirty-six. <laughs> I would go with Oreo personally. Oreo, Beatrice. Beatrice sounds like. Your cat needs to like go to some tower and write poems or something. So, which one do you? Which one was my my suggestion? I'm gonna guess Beatrice because it's an old lady. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> an, ding ding ding. An old lady.、Name. Go write me a poem. <laughs> go write me a poem, cat. <laughs> and make me a sandwich. And if you don't do a good job, I will call you Oreo and eat you. <laughs> Double stuff. So what?、Wow. What? What one out, or is this still just an unnamed cat? It's still, it's still, yeah, it's kind of in transition.、Aww. So these names,、uh, Bobby has a, our middle child has a hamster, and he's had several names, like Rocket, Speedy, Sleepy. I don't know. That must be really confusing for the hamster. Well, I mean, it does. It has a small cranium, so I don't know that. I don't. <laughs> don't be so mean、confused. to your animals, God. Well, I'm just、Someone's、being realistic. Someone's gonna call, call someone. 
have an idea. The theory of relativity was not invented by a hamster. <laughs> this <laughs> is a, true. Can't say it's very bright. My cat's name is Salem, for all you listeners out there. Salem. Mm-hmm. After Sabrina, the teenage witch of my youth, and now recreated in not my youth. It's now Netflix. Wait, why is it after Sabrina? That's a different name. <clears throat> Did you know I ever watched Sabrina? The or was that uh no. <laughs> that was for were you like, younger girls. Were you like forty by that time? Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> In the nineties. It was like a pretty popular show. Uh but she was a witch and she had a black cat called Salem. He was her, oh. her helper person. My middle school girlfriend was named Salem. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's weird, right? Is it? I mean, maybe not. I just really like Massachusetts. I don't know. Maybe that's where she well, was, it was born. Well, it's the Winston-Salem or area. Made. <laughs> that's popular. The Winston-Salem area. Yeah, I think that's where it came from. Oh, Winston. Sa- oh, yeah, yeah. The other Salem. The other Salem. Which I'm guessing all comes from Shalom and everything, so. Oh. I get it, yeah. I'm guessing it's like a derivative. Like a Shubian Like the Puritans and, and Moravians came over. They're like, what if we drop the H? I don't see an H in it. <laughs> so, does Salem and Winston-Salem, North Carolina, have any sort of, like, witch-related fun stuff? Because I can tell you, Salem, Massachusetts is, like... Disney World for witches. I, I not everybody involved with Salem is a witch. No. <laughs> so no, there there weren't any witches. They were Moravians. They didn't have time. But for did that. they not have any? So like when I went to Salem, I went to AAR in Boston, and I went to Salem on like a day trip because mm-hmm. I love all things Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone told me they're like, "Oh, you got to go to Salem." So I went there, and it was kind of like it really was like disney world for like creepiness like they had really just banked on this whole thing like but very kind of in some ways really cool because there was lots of memorials but then in other ways just really tacky (laughs) like uh what was that witch that was in like the 70s bewitched Uh, Bewitched, uh, yeah. Or like I dream a... a genie or something. No, it was Bewitched. There was a big Bewitched, bewitched statue in like their, their sort of square. That's that's kind of a weird thing to uh, build tourism on. It really, well, it's well, this is a, a good segue into an, an interesting topic. Is So I never wrote on this, but I wanted to write on this, um, which means absolutely nothing. Um, basically it was like a thought in my head, mm-hmm. which was on tragedy tourism. So right. like the idea that there are actual places that are just like their whole like tourism is just based on tragedy. I think Salem would be an interesting mm-hmm. just one the spectac- of that. The, the spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the idea whenever I was, so I didn't field work in northern ireland and belfast and like it is a weird place for tourism because they're like now they have game of thrones so it's like a little bit better Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's actual tourism but Mm -hmm. a lot of the tourism was just like here's where 
you know, here is this huge prison. Here are these walls that continue to still divide communities. Like, you're going, like, on these, like, top, open top tours of these neighborhoods that were still, like, divided by, like, walls with barbed wire. And it was weird. You felt like you were sort of, like, I I don't know. It felt a bit voyeuristic in a Mm -hmm. not, not nice way, so... Yeah, there is an element of spectacle. And um, I mean, even I guess Holocaust museums have a bit of that, that they want to remember so that it's not repeated and not forgotten, but there is a weird voyeurism too. Yeah. And a discomfort. Because I was riding a bus through these actual neighborhoods that were not that, like there was nothing impressive about them. People were like walking to the grocery store and going to school and all that. And it's just like, but I was like touring their like war torn mm-hmm. neighborhoods that were still divided and like had a tour guide. It was, I don't know. It was just really strange. And it was like, here's mm-hmm. the most bombed hotel in Europe. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of sad. Um, and then they, they were like, they built a museum and it was just sort of the cherry um, on the Sunday. It was like, well, now we're moving away from that sort of thing. And it's like the their big museum was a Titanic museum. <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, oh, that's better. That's happier. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. What is wrong with our world? Yeah, I know, right? It was really, really weird. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I must say I love uh, Northern Ireland very much but it just made me feel a bit sad that mm-hmm. they're sort of because I told my mom I was going to Belfast to do uh, field work and she, w- she was just like oh my god because <laughs> mm-hmm. in her head it was still sort of like I don't know the 80s 70s yes yes well that might have been our first kind of stories of terrorism you know before way before 9-11 it was the idea of the trash cans and people blowing up areas and and you know that that probably was the first i I would say consciousness in america i mean i'm just making that up but it's got to be one of the early ones yeah it wasn't even here but it was but it was in the news and it's just like why why are they fighting over protestant catholic like that's so weird and they're killing each other yeah absolutely so so even that's kind of voyeuristic well actually all you know the news media is largely sort of a car wreck you know and everyone sort of well it's weird rubbernecking i was was watching all the hurricanes like coverage and especially because we are in north carolina and we had a couple of hurricanes but they like really built up one one was it was florence wasn't it that was supposed to be really really bad Mm-hmm. And then I was watching, you know, I was, I was by myself at the time and I was watching the weather channel and the drama that they bring, like the, mm-hmm. the sheer drama of the weather channel, like they should get some sort of Academy Award for it. But it was also this sort of like panic inducing drama. Like it was like, you must get to shelter. You must do this. And right. I'm not saying that was wrong, but it was just like the sort of thing it's like it's five hours away, it's four hours away, it's one hour away, like, what are you doing right now? And it actually didn't even end up being that bad for Charlotte, (laughs) for us in Charlotte, but Mm -hmm. I swear, 
it was this weird sort of like I don't know it's almost like I don't know if they were just really wanting to get their paychecks for the day or something but it was like (laughs) it made it feel like the world was gonna end right right yeah and there's a weird scripted bit of first off are you safe you know there's a bit of you know how are you feeling right now what was it like and and it's this strange um very kind of scripted questions to people who are either scared or suffering or probably some are opportunistic. They're like, I'm going to get on TV because people love to be on TV, sadly, which feeds this whole, this whole voyeurism. And that, you know, and that's the weird bit is game of Thrones or something is much more honest because it's a place that doesn't exist. That's it's clearly fictional versus these places that are semi-fictional yeah and i think there's memorials there's a weird desire for us to be like a part of tragedy i know that sounds insane but like the i remember i had a friend who was like um who texted and said are you okay Hmm. like the other day and i Mm -hmm. was like what do you mean? I'm fine. And they were like, oh, well, I heard about what happened at UNC Charlotte. There was right. a shooting recently at UNC Charlotte, for those of you who didn't know, perhaps. Um, very tragic. But I was like, I don't work. <laughs> I don't work at UNC Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, no, I know. I know that. But like, I just want to make sure you're okay. And I, and I, I just, I kind of reflected on that later. I was just I was like, what is it? There's something about sort of, it's like when you check in as being Mm -hmm. okay on Facebook. Yeah. If you're not even near like a tragedy, there's something like, there's a weird fascination with people either knowing someone who's been in a tragedy or for people Mm -hmm. wanting to feel as though they just, just escaped a tragedy. You know, it's, it's strange. Like now people who are actually in tragedies, obviously it's, very traumatic oftentimes results in death and it's terrible but it's like there's some sort of fascination with being on the edge of it you know yes yes um either being on the edge of it or wanting the gory details or uh-huh. um yeah yeah or just being in the know you know did you know that this and this happened and that's i think it's, it's sort of a debate with the with tragedy like uh saint augustine and others they the Greek tragedies, Roman tragedies are still being performed. And that's one reason they don't like them is they feel like it, it appeals to your baser instincts. And that's why Plato doesn't like it either because it's, you know, it's not heroic or just, it's kind of, you know, watching bad things happen or watching good people suffer. And they're like, why would you want to watch that? And, um, that's really and, and really interesting. I forgot, is, I forgot yeah. that I was sort of segueing into your, it seems like I'm, this was totally on purpose. It was perfect. <laughs> I know it. You, you said it first. I did. I did. I, did. I, did. I, I, I did. totally did. But that's so interesting. So they thought that that was like our, like just basic entertainment was to watch bad things happen. Yes. And it, yeah, and it's a bad kind of entertainment. Whereas, you know, like playing cards or something, if you're not gambling, let's just say you're playing spades or rook, it, you know, you're not. You're, you're kind of passing the time and maybe you could be doing something more profitable with your time. Yeah. But, but, but you're not, you know, once you start introducing money or you know, like you're betting on the game or you're going to the gladiator fight or you're going to watch um, uh, 
Oedipus the king and he puts his eyes out at the end. It's like it's, it's bringing out your less your, your worser self. And it also, you know, it might give you ideas. They were worried, too. It's like, you know, what if I did that? Yeah, like copycat or something. Copycat or or, you know, hey, that guy got away with murder um, versus feeling like the world is kind of just and you 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 shouldn't break the rules. So, yeah, they gets debated. And then sometimes I I think it's the um, Melanchthon, Melanchthon, the the successor to Luther in the Reformation. He's one of the first ones that I think that starts saying, well, tragedy does help us in that it kind of warns us what the result of sin is. So like you Mm. might take a moral lesson, like if you don't do stupid things like King Lear, then you don't, bad things won't happen. So it's like a moral warning. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It turns into like a morality play, even though it's kind of, you know, it's it's not a straight one-to-one because usually the catastrophe is far worse than what they do. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad, you know, he's, he felt small and he was one to help his family and all these bad, you know, it's like way off kilter. So it's not exactly a morality play, but it does kind of warn you not to play with fire type thing. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's sort of like the argument about uh, memorials. Did we talk about that on a podcast before? Maybe five minutes ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, watch yourself. Leah is having a senior moment. I am having a senior. No, <laughs> memorials, like the, the uh, argument for or against them. We were talking about street preachers. No. Okay, we one. haven't talked about memorials. I don't think Um, that so, was your other podcast friend. That was my. <laughs> oh, gosh. My podcasts are starting to <laughs> cross. How many? Are, what's the name of that one you're on right now? <laughs> True Cats Don't Lie or something? <laughs> Why I still don't understand why we're not spending this whole time talking about cats. I thought we were. Do cats have souls? <laughs> Do cats have souls? <laughs> why is there the spectacle of the kitty playing with the toy? <laughs> I'm doing that right now to keep her out of the fireplace because she thinks I that's hear. A, does um, it have a bell box. on it? Because I hear a bell. Oh no! You hear the bell. One of them has a bell. Yeah. This microphone works. It does work. I'm just staring at mine as it like looks around at things that can climb on just wait till yours starts climbing things um so the uh no the memorial argument there's a lot of sort of uh scholars who are doing studies on like memorial memorials and whether um you know the the actual place of memorials and it kind of ties in a little bit to like the stuff that's going on in North Carolina right now, which is like the Confederate memorials. Like how do you remember tragedy? Yes. Uh, Like memorial studies and all of that sort of things. Like how, how do we, how do we remember tragic events? And actually uh, in some ways it goes, it goes back to your argument or not your argument, but what was being said before about the tragedy, which is uh, do we even want to remember some of these things? Mm -hmm. Um there's a book called against remembrance it's written by david reif i think and he argues about that he says that in some like countries in some contexts that like memorials are actually negative and that they shouldn't be up because they remind people of tragedy basically and also the divisions that potentially still exist within society so there's this whole like 
really interesting area of study um, around like memory and that sort of thing. And if we should just, you know, if some things should just be forgotten, which is sort of weird. Um, but Yeah, because yeah. ignorance can be bliss, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, and part of that is, I mean, part of hatred is, is there's a story behind it, like, we don't like the Hatfields because they did this to our family long ago. Yeah. There's sort of a memory that, that has to be told. And so, yeah, if you forgot, you would presumably lose a basis for vengeance and in some ways. Yeah. And obviously that's really controversial because you do want to like remember, but I think his context is like former Yugoslavia. And it was like, every time these people pass, these memorials they're reminded of like the divisions that still exist in their context and it's kind of like right is that a problem that that's like the civil war memorials confederate memorials i mean that is the thing is it is a reminder of of a certain um politicization and then you also i mean this obviously gets hugely controversial in the south where we are but um, you know, the the recent sort of removal of some of these uh, monuments, you know, people feel so strongly on both sides of it. It's an interesting sort of examination into peace building. And I mean, a lot of the stuff that I do with peace building is about memory and sort of the importance of and history and not just like history as we would um, perhaps what we would say like pure history, but the history that you remember the way mm-hmm. that you remember things you know sure um and these these statues are a big big deal at the moment the debate and then you also have the memorial to the the, the memorial to all the lynchings that happened mm. i'm trying to remember that's recently opened that um kind of museum memorial and that's been controversial um and that's a story that was largely forgotten until I think recent, just recent years, or forgotten by parts of society until recent years. Just how I mean, it's like 4,000 people, um, 4,000 African Americans were, were lynched, you know, mob justice and postcards were made. And I mean, it's just, it's just crazy that it, it's just, you know, yeah. That and these you sort and- of things happen were considered normal is, is bizarre. It is. And the idea that you would put up, memorials for one thing and not you know that's another debate is what do you just sure what gets memorialized and how do you decide that you know because i know you and unc chapel hill had um that silent sam statue which was the big controversy recently which who was a confederate soldier and um people i think basically tore it down didn't they i mean they pulled it down i think so it finally was i think they're going to put it in a museum but it's i think it's beyond repair yeah and but when i was i have a friend who is getting her phd up there and i when i visited her recently she showed me that there's actually a memorial that they've put up for um the slaves basically the slaves that built Hmm. unc chapel hill Mm -hmm. and this was sitting not too far from the silent sam memorial (laughs) and so it's a weird and it actually got defaced uh, recently um which oh, wow. yeah which i think i don't know this but i think it was in retaliation to the silent sam thing um 
but it's it's this idea of not even conflict conflicting uh, memories, but really conflicting memorials. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're celebrating sort of conflicting ideas, um, ideologies side by side, which is right. um, interesting. <laughs> My word for it. When I don't want to go too much into politics, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, another great episode. And remember yes. to like us on things. Twitter. <laughs> on Theology. the Twitter. Theology is. Theology is. And uh, uh, this is Theology is Annoying. And I'm Kevin Taylor. And I'm Leah Robinson. Bye. Ciao.